0: I know there's a lot of people in this space that are like, don't use it, don't use it. But oftentimes the people that are like, say don't use it, have these mega companies with tons of employees and tons of people that they can delegate everything away to and their solution is a human being, right? We are limited on human capital, right? As small business owners so a lot of people just excuse away why they can't get things done because they don't have the time the capacity the ability to do it now you do but i am not going to advocate you just give it to ai and disappear and you don't have to do anything it is meant to save you time to allow you to increase your capacity it's going to let you create even better work that's what it's designed for and leverage it. And I wouldn't feel bad about it. The better you do, the more people you're going to help. So if it's going to help you win, it's going to help you overcome your weaknesses, then use it. Stay
1: ahead of the competition and you leverage these tools to make yourself more amplified. I almost say it's the Iron Man suit. When Tony Stark's just walking around and he's just a man, he's nothing, to, he gets the suit on, now he can fly, and he has super strength and all these things. So that's what AI is for you. It's amplifying you as a marketer, as a coach, as a content creator, as a business person, as a leader to your team. Like you could just get so much more done in less hours. Welcome to the Fitness Empire Podcast where we show gym owners how to dominate their competition and build a massively profitable fitness business. Dustin and Matt collectively own 12 gyms and have a combined 30 years of experience in the fitness industry. They're here to help gym owners create an empire of impact and income. Hey, everybody, all of our empire builders out there. We're excited for another episode of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a subject that's just evolving like wildfire. Even probably when you listen to this, if you listen to it a month later, it might be outdated information because it's growing so quickly. And that is AI. Uh, Every day, new services are being offered, new ideas are being launched. Chat GPT, OpenAI are just evolving and upgrading at a rapid speed. And even at the time of this recording, they just dropped an app for Chat GPT. So you do not have to only use it from your laptop. You can now do it on the go. So this is all evolving very quickly. And so we just want to give you guys the cutting edge stuff that we know of at this point because we want to make sure you stay at the tip of the spear in the fitness industry and that you stay ahead of the competition and you leverage these tools to make yourself more amplified. I almost say it's the Iron Man suit. When Tony Stark's just walking around and he's just a man, he's nothing till he gets the suit on, now he can fly and he has super strength and all these things. So that's what AI is for you. It's amplifying you as a marketer, as a coach, as a content creator, as a business person, as a leader to your team. Like you could just get so much more done in less hours. And that's why I get really excited about it. So I know I'm going to be taking and sharing you guys a lot of tools that I've found. But I know Matt has definitely leveraged this in a lot of ways in his business as well. Are you mainly using ChatGPT as your main AI tool right now, Matt?
0: Yeah, I've tried some other things depending on what they say that they're good at. But in reality, a lot for me, when I think about AI right now, it's how do you eliminate or eliminate your weaknesses, make you more efficient, do what you currently do better, And that's really how I think about it. So I mainly use ChatGPT. I stay on top of some of the trends and some of the stuff, but some of the stuff early and then it ends up creating more work for you potentially anyways. So just being careful what you're looking to use it for. But for me, it's really designed to amplify what I currently do and fix some of my weaknesses. And a good example of this is my grammar sucks. It's just terrible. And I write really fast and I overlook some things. I literally just put it in the chat GPT and I say, fix my grammar or edit this email for grammar. And it it edits my email for grammar and then I obviously still proofread it, but now I don't need another human being to proofread my stuff. I can just go in there and they can do it literally in five seconds. Five seconds, you know that it's edited, you know it's gonna be good. Proofread it one more time and then you can hit send and not have to worry about it or just even I'm on the disc profile, I'm a super high D, I'm very direct, I'm very to the point, that's not always good for emails. So you can go in there and you say, hey, change the tone. Change the tone to be more empathetic. Change the tone to sound more motivating. Change the tone to be more encouraging. We use it for HR stuff. If we have to kindly tell somebody that they didn't get a job. You may sit in front of your computer for 30 minutes. How do I nicely tell somebody they didn't get the job, right? Because you want to be so nice to that person and you don't want to hurt their feelings and you know you need to be professional. Write the base of it and then say, hey, edit this to, to be more professional. Dah, dah, dah. And it's amazing what they write. My wife does a lot of the HR stuff. And before I would have to edit the emails for her and try to make them sound a certain way. And then I, teach, I taught her how to use ChatGPT to do it for her and now she doesn't need me because she's, this is awesome. This is good. So there's ways to leverage it. I'm going to give you some more things that I use it for. But for me, again, it's how do I eliminate a deficiency? How do I improve what I'm doing? How do I amplify what I'm already doing? And then for a lot of you guys, it's how do you use it to eliminate your excuse not to do something? There's a lot of people like I don't know how, or I don't have time or whatever it may be. There's an excuse that there's a reason why you're not Marketing like you should be. There's an excuse why you're not sending out the emails like you should. There's an excuse for everything. There is a solution with AI to help you fill those deficiencies. Because on the other side of that, we just did a podcast on delegation. On the other side of that, some people, I don't have the money or I don't have the resources. AI is eliminating that excuse. So hopefully today you get a lot out of this and realize hey, there's a lot of things I could be doing with that. Because I think a lot of th- times, you know, it's new. A lot of people are scared of it. A lot of people don't really understand it. But for me, it amplifies my life. It, it improves my life, makes things easier, de-stresses my life. But I don't rely on it for every single aspect of my business. I don't know if I ever will. I don't know if I want to give full control away to, to AI or not. But I don't know if we're going to go down that rabbit hole or not. But hopefully today helps you guys with your business.
1: No, I honestly believe like you, it will replace some things, but not everything. For example, a coach and live in-person training cannot be replaced by AI. So don't worry about that. There's no threat. It's more on your back end stuff, your content, your written materials. Like that's where it's going to come in and help and save the day. Even just for fun, I put in, write me an eight week periodized training program and it was fine, but it wasn't like groundbreaking programming or asking it for a meal plan. Like, It's just not there yet. Will it be? I would imagine so in the coming months and years. But in terms of the person needing human-to-human interaction, support, accountability, it can't do that. Like, it can take care of all the back office stuff, but it can't handle the front of the house, which is humans talking to humans. So let's go back and forth, Matt. We'll share some things we're actually using it for now in our business, and we'll give everybody the immediate value. And then stick around after. I'm going to show you some fun tools that you might choose to use, you might choose not to, but they're definitely cool to hear about and they can be used in a gym owner setting. So I'm going to start with one I call money makers and money savers. And so you brought up putting things nicely a money saver. Sometimes my team doesn't know how to respond to a cancel. Sometimes they're off the wall, cancel requests, really weird outlandish things. And they're like, Hey Dustin, you're so good with words. How would you respond to this? Well, like if you get to multiple locations and there's multiple of these things coming in, you can't get to all of them. And that's been a game changer for my team to say, Hey, first we're going to try chat GPT and then we'll come to Dustin. And yeah, now it's like, Hey, client has requested to cancel. Here's what's going on. How can I respond? and try to get them to stay. And it writes wonderful, very well written, good grammar, very professional. And this is something that you can push back on is cancel requests and freeze requests. Sometimes your team's not good about conflict or how to word these things. Well, you can save money at ChatGPT now has saved two memberships from canceling because it gave my team the right words. And that's part of selling is words, packaging it the right way. And if your team's at a loss of words, it's no different than when they walk in and they don't know how to pitch the program and then they are not convinced and they walk out. The only missing thing was they didn't have the right words that if you were there as the owner, you would have the right words. So this is a moment where it doesn't need to be replied immediately. It's an email, which means we could pause. We can go get a chat GPT. Then we can send it. It's a little bit harder to do that right in person, but in written format. Boom. One of the things you mentioned was like giving it some prompt in terms of how to write it. We always put in with compassion. So how can I stop this person from canceling with compassion? How can I freeze this person? One of our core values is coach with compassion. So how can I free stop this freeze with compassion and it'll give it to you? It won't be like a suck it up buttercup type of response. No, there's no canceling. Let's get to work. Again, we want to be firm. We want to push back, but we want to do it with the right tone. The next one is definitely a money maker. And guys, this is a game changer. It's just writing text blasts. Like if you don't know what to write out and to promote your offer to your text list, you can say, how. and by the way, there's no limits in how many you can ask. Cause I had one person say, oh, it's so time consuming. I gotta say, write me a text script and then write me another. I'm like, no, you don't. Right from the beginning, say prompt me with 20 text scripts, write me 20 text scripts, write me a hundred. You could ask as many as you want. And essentially, you can also arm it with the brand behind the way you like to sell. So sometimes I'll sell with humor and I'll say, write me 10 tech scripts to promote my challenge with humor. And so it'll put some silly little one-liners. Some of them are appropriate for my brand. Some of them are not. So it's up to me to screen them out. But you can give it a little bit more humanistic emotions because if you do just say, write me 10 scripts, they will be very corporate and boring. Hey, we're now registering who wants to join our 20 day challenge. Yes, it wrote it for you, but it's flat, it doesn't stand out. So you can say, put in humor. You could say, Can you make this very motivating? Can you do it from a place of high energy? There's different words you can prompt it with where it'll write in that type of tone. So that's a money maker. It's literally writing you your text. And then the second component is writing email blasts. And a way to write to prompt Chat GPT with this is say, Hey. Write me a, a, an email, a promo email, but use an inspirational story with a fictional client named Susan. And so by giving it those parameters that prompt, it'll write you up a fictional story about a client of yours named Susan and how she's trained it at your gym and she's gotten great results. So you can literally ask ChatGPT to do that. And the reason I say do it with a form of storytelling is because that's the types of emails most people like to consume and want to stay on your email list. If it's quick, hey, we have this promo, do you want to buy it? They can unsubscribe from that pretty easily. So make sure you're putting storytelling in there. So those are a few money makers, money savers. I know, again, just some basic stuff to get people started. But Matt, what are some ways you're leveraging ChatGPT?
0: Yeah, I want to acknowledge something that Dustin said is it's really about the prompt and how you prompt it. If you don't like the response that it's giving you, most likely your prompt isn't good. But you can go back and forth and... Basically, tell it what edits you want it to make, right? One of the things that I have found with Chat GPT is it can be a little bit wordy. It can be a little bit more, you really want to write at a ninth grade level or lower. And it definitely can sometimes be like, I don't even know what that means. What using big words, big words don't sell. Confused buyers don't buy. So oftentimes, I'm like, hey, make that short and concise and write at a ninth grade level. And if it's still too, like, little too much, I'll be like at a seventh grade level, write this at a fifth grade level. And then as you go, it will start getting a little bit more straight to the point versus I found chat GBT can be very, very wordy, right? So short and concise, and then right at this level, and then it it starts shrinking it and making it much more clear which makes a big impact on what it actually produces. So you're in control of what it produces. You need to understand that. So we already covered a few. Edit it for grammar. I would just do that anyways. Edit it for the tone. And you might find, hey, do this tone or that tone. You're like, oh, I really like that one a lot better. And or you can even pick apart, hey, make this paragraph sound more empathetic. Make this paragraph be more motivating. If you're writing a sales email, you'd be like, Hey, agitate the pain even more over here. So there's things that it can do, right? That if you were to work with a copywriter, you might do the same things. Hey, great email. I need you to make it more concise. I need you to shorten it. I need you to, can you agitate the pain about that a little bit more? So think of it as your copywriter and you're just giving it directions on what you want it to produce. If you don't like the outcome, it's your fault. Subject lines. A lot of people struggle to create subject lines, right? So you again, don't just say, create me a subject line. I always do a minimum of 10. It's unlimited. You might as well see, get creative, write it. Please write me 10 email subject lines about X. Very simple. Then you can start manipulating it. Please write them in a the form of a question. Write them to be curiosity provoking. Write them to be contrarian and curiosity provoking because we all know that curiosity gets people to open contrarian always is gets people wait what huh novelty gets people to actually open it so you can get chat gpt to be your creativity you just need to prompt it with the right questions and then eventually you're gonna be like oh i really like that one but here's the key if i asked you as a human being write me 10 subject lines how long would it take you It would take you probably a half an hour to an hour, depending on how well you do this. And then I said, okay, now write them question-based. Another half hour to an hour. Now make them curiosity-provoking forever. This is done in 10 seconds. And it's better than whatever you could come up with. But it's still a human being prompting the output. So you're never going to replace the creativity and the prompts Of the human being. So you still need to know what you want. If I'm giving a human being direction, I got to give them clear directions. AI needs clear directions on what you want them to do. Writing headlines and hooks, let them know what you want, right? And they're going to help you. And then you might tweak it or you might say, hey, I like this one. Can you give me 10 more like this one? And it's going to give you 10 more like that one it's freaking crazy what it can do you can also if there are certain formulas that you like so depending on who you follow for marketing they might have certain types of formulas for their hooks or their headlines or how they write emails you can prompt chat gpt or similar things to write with those formulas an example dustin talked about creating a story i like story brands formula of how they tell a story so, I've actually created a prompt for Chat GPT to tell the story in the order that I want to tell the story. And part of the story is that they came to us and we gave them three solutions that they've implemented that help deliver the outcome. And then I want an empathy bridge to a call to action. So now it writes the story in the way that I want it to write the story. But the problem is the stories are always so lengthy, overly wordy, it doesn't. It's not the output that I'm going to end up using because people won't read it. It's too much. So I'll tell it to be short and concise and then write at a ninth grade level. And if I don't like that, then I'll tell it to write at a seventh grade level. And then if I don't like that, I'll tell it to write at a fifth grade level. Sometimes I like the fifth grade version. Sometimes I like the seventh grade version. Sometimes I like the ninth grade version or somewhere in between. And then I take it, I use the Hemingway app and I bring it to there because the Hemingway app will tell me what level I'm writing at and then some other ideas of how to make it uh, sound better and more readable for the end audience. Right. So I can produce a high level thing. And then once you have those prompts, you can say, write me a story about Susie who's 35 that has three kids that has struggled with X, Y, and Z. Or you can say, she struggled with X, Y, and Z. And here's the three things that we did to help her. And I want you to include that in the story. And then it'll write you a story and then you can prompt it. So it's you can get it to do 90% of the heavy lifting. And you come in and you do the 10% of the other stuff. Other ways that we look at this is if you're struggling with hey, what are some solutions that we provided? I'd be like, give me 10 contrarian solutions for this. Give me 10 contrarian solutions for weight loss. Give me 10 contrarian solutions for. Knee pain, give me 10. Because I want them to be contrarian. I want them to get like an aha from that solution. And again, they're going to give you creativity. So that works. Problems, one thing that I'll do is say, hey, this person had X, Y, and Z problem. Now I want you to write me a paragraph that really agitates the pain. Write me a story-based paragraph that really agitates this person's pain and the effect that it's having on their life. Or the emotional toll that it's having on their life. And it does a really good job. And then you can prompt you like, all right, that's great. Now add this aspect to it. For example, I did one today. It was like, now insert, talk about how it affected their marriage. So then it rewrote it. But now it talks about the effect that it was having on their marriage. Right. And then you, again, keep prompting it until you get to what you want. And you may be like, oh, I got to keep prompting it. It spits it out in two freaking seconds. It's not like you're sitting there waiting and you're having a human being do it. It will spit it out in two seconds and then it will respond to every single prompt that you have. And I know we're talking a lot about writing, but the majority of business owners that we work with struggle with writing emails. They struggle with writing content. They struggle with marketing. They struggle with all that stuff. That's why that's a big focus of what I'm talking about. It's because you can write blogs. If you're like, hey, I want to write a blog, but I don't have time to write a blog. Write me a blog on the five ways to lose weight without having to count calories. Write me a blog about the top five reasons why counting calories may be preventing people from losing weight. Write me a blog about why strength training is critical for fat loss. It will write you a blog. Again, you might not agree with it all. You might have to change some things. You might say, hey, can you change out this point and..." Instead, talk about this and it'll get you 80, 90% of the content that you need and get you where you need to be. Your social media posts. If you struggle, write me a social media post about that and then prompt it until you like the response. Now, I'm not all in. I like being creative. I like using my brain like we live and breathe fitness. This is our realm. This is what we do. We were successful without AI, but now we know what we want to have produced, and now we can prompt AI to make us way more efficient and get us to the finish line. But if you're delegating things away, so if you didn't watch the last episode, go watch the last episode. If you're delegating things away and you have team members that struggle with creativity and thinking big, teach them how to use Chat GPT to come up with ideas and create content and then they can then massage it a little bit to where it needs to be and they're going to be way more efficient. This thing buys your time back and I think that's the biggest thing. We're not saying replace human beings. We're saying make human beings way more efficient. Dustin's an example of the cancellation emails. How long do you think your team would go back and forth of trying to word it right and then how stressed out would they be that they're going to get it wrong? Like how long do you think that would take, Dustin?
1: Oh, uh, we would probably take three hours on just one easily. Them writing it, them sending it to me, then me sending it back, then finally get into the client easily and then add up how much payroll that is and what you value, your hourly rate, and then what you're paying your staff to answer a single email, right? Versus yep. instant, boom. And it's gone.
0: not even what it's not even what you're paying. It's what is it costing you because you're not doing other income producing yes, activities. Yes, your distractions. Oh. Like, Justin should not be writing a cancellation email. He should not be writing a holds email. It shouldn't even be an afterthought. If he's doing that, means he's not marketing. That means he's not getting clients through the doors. That means he's not motivating his team. Like there, there's things that he's not doing, and I'm definitely guilty of it. The other thing that those things do is it messes with your states because it is a negative. Thing. It puts you in a negative state that you're dealing with cancellations, right? Now you can almost do it in a non-emotional way that's not going to put you in a negative state. You're not going to have to worry. It it's freaking amazing. From one, getting your time back, but it also gives your team confidence. There's something weird that you just think that this freaking AI is so much smarter than you, so much more intelligent than you, and you're going to read and be like, oh wow, that's awesome. I'm ready to hit the send button, right? Like you almost don't question it as much. Like you have more confidence in it. And a lot of people in life need affirmation of what they're doing to have the confidence that that then gives them the courage to hit the fucking send button. Excuse my language, but so many people are afraid to hit the freaking send button. It's not that scary, but if you know it's been edited and it sounds great, you're much more likely to have the courage to hit that send button, right? And that's what it's giving your team. That's what it's giving you as a leader because you're putting your confidence into this thing that you think is smarter than you. Now, Dustin's team used to go to him for the same thing, right? Once Dustin edited it and sent it to the back, they had the courage to hit the send button. Now the AI is replacing Dustin instead, So now that frees up Dustin. Now Dustin probably doesn't even know there's a cancellation, doesn't even know that there's a hold request, which then puts him in a good state to be able to go take the action that he needs to take inside of his business, which is then gonna encourage him to sell. When I get a cancel, hear about a client canceling, do I feel good about my business? Do I feel like, man, everyone needs my services and I need to be out there marketing and telling the whole world about me? Nope, it actually does the inverse, right? Man, we should be better. We need to do better. We're not helping people like I think we are. That does not put you in a selling state. So it's for me that those are the big benefits. I know Dustin's been going down the AI, we'll call it the big AI rabbit hole of other ways to improve your life. Every week he's like, dude, look what it can do. Look what can it do. Look what it can do. We'll let him go deep on that one. But those things that we just covered right there will should save you 10 to 15 hours a week for you. But it should also say 10 to 15 hours a week of your team's time and drastically reduce your stress. And that is how I think you should be thinking about AI right now. And then as you go into wanting to do more, instead of having to hire in order to produce more content and do more things, I think you can definitely be leveraging AI to be able to help you produce more and be in more places and do more things. And Dustin will be able to talk about that. Hey guys, it's Dustin Bogle with The Fitness
1: Empire and we want to connect with you on social media. So Matt and I are asking you to either friend us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram and we'll follow you back, but you want to search our name Dustin Bogle or Matt Wilbur and here's what we want to do for you. We want to help you with your biggest pain point in your business. So send us a DM, tell us what that big pain point or struggle is and we'll share with you whatever we've done when it comes to that pain point in our own business, all right? so. Again, go on Facebook, Instagram, search Dustin Mogul, Matt Wilbur, connect and let us help you grow your business. Yeah, all good points. And it actually reminded me there's one more area that's a money saver. I guess you could call it a split between a money maker and a money saver. And that is when the team has to reach out about past dues as well, because that's a touchy subject. I've seen people get upset about the way they're being contacted about past dues. And although I've written scripts, we have like documents where the team sometimes has creative freedom, but it can backfire is what happens when they don't respond to our one, two, three email sequence. And now we're on contact four. Now it's pretty much in the team members' hands. And they have to come up with their own script. And now it very much can depend on how that person will re- receive that if they did a good job or not, and if they're unhappy or frustrated with our business and how they represent our business. So again, ChatGPT, you got clients that are past due and you need to nicely ask them to reconcile that go there and have them write you a professional message. And that's just some of the money makers and money savers. I was going to go another direction now. And that is operations that, you know, your legal side, your operational side, like how can it help you there? Number one, if you suck at job postings, if you like, I don't know how to write this. I don't know how to put up now hiring a coach. I'll just go copy and paste what I see in another gym, but it doesn't feel authentic because it's not representing your brand. And it doesn't feel like you. So you can go in and prompt it to say, "Write me a job posting for," and I would actually write in the name of your gym because ChatGPT scrapes Facebook and Google and all these places to collect data, and so it'll know your gym. and it, And as you prompt it more and teach it how your gym is, whether it's a boot camp, a one on one personal training, a spin studio, a yoga studio, it will start to gather more and more knowledge and become smarter in how to answer your prompts. So if you say, "I'm now hiring for a coach at Lead the Way Fitness," And because I've prompted it so much that I'm a small group tr- personal training facility, it'll you'll be amazed that it'll actually write that in the job posting. We're now hiring a coach to run small group sessions. You're like, how did it know? Because you fed it so much data over time. So you can do it for job postings. Another one is we were talking about replying to freezes and cancels. But what about going to the beginning, which is how it's stated as a policy in your contracts? If you're not good at what I call it legalese, which is the language of speaking legal talk, if you don't have good legalese ask it to write you a freeze policy and if you're deciding to change your policies and you need help on how to say it in legalese you can ask chat gpt to write it for you i always say make sure to mention the state you're in so that it can prompt the right advice in there they tell you like hey this stuff can't be held up in a court of law we're not legal advisors you should still get this checked out with your lawyer and you should but this is a good starting ground. And now you're not hiring them to write it. You're just saying, can you check this? Does this look good? And that's probably a cost cheaper to have a lawyer review rather than write it up for you. And then even the that, final that round.
0: That itself is, I want to hit that. If you can give people, we just talked about delegating last week and you talked about the, the 10, 80, 10. It's the same thing. If you can give the lawyer 80% of what they need, and then they can just go in and make a few changes based on the law and their interpretation of the law, that's going to save you so much money. And there's so much stuff that a lawyer at $250 to $500 an hour, do you want them coming up with every single word or you want to give them exactly what you want that's 80, 90% finished and then they just go in and change a few things that is going to hold up? That's going to save you a ton of time, energy, and money. And then there's some stuff that you don't really need a lawyer to to go through, but it does need to be legal ease and protect you, right? And just not everything needs a lawyer to go through. But for example, a few things would be in an employee contract, there's things in there that you want to have in there, a I non-competes, like for me, I will pay a lawyer to go finish that and finalize that because I want that to hold up because it's going to protect your business. So if it eventually can cost you money, it's worth its weight in gold to have a lawyer go and do that, but not having them do the full thing the entire time, right? That I think is definitely important.
1: Yeah. And yeah, again, a freeze policy change probably doesn't need to be looked over by a lawyer, but yeah, to Matt's point, you guys have to use your best judgment in which one you need to follow. And then the final one for operations is... If you need a basic employee handbook, like all of us probably want the same things, We want good practices. We don't want any sexual harassment. Like it'll give you a very basic one that'll cover your basic needs as an employee handbook. Then you can go in and add stuff that's more industry specific for us in fitness. But you can just say, hey, Chad GPT, write me a five page. You want to make it simple? Employee handbook in the state of and put in your state. And boom, it'll just spit it out. And now you can move it into Canva, make it look a little more visually appealing. Boom, done. Right. And so like how many gym owners are racking their brain that they know they need this? They don't have one. They don't have their team sign anything to get started. And then they just don't make it because they're not good about these things. So use this to solve problems. And I know we're like bombarding you the list of things. So that's why I just say, hey, do one a week. You don't know, just start chipping away at it. Imagine if you did that in 52 weeks, you'd have 52 new solutions implemented in your business at the end of a year. That's a whole new business, a stronger business, a better business, a more sellable business, right? When if, if buyers coming, like employee handbook, like and some other basic things that GPT can make for you, your business isn't worth a whole lot. So dial it in and make it more sellable if you intend to sell, obviously.
0: When we talk about delegation, we talk about who, not how. Like I would just start with, can I have an AI solution? Help me with this. How, And then it's going to be way faster as well. Now, obviously you got to do your due diligence and there may not be, or you might have to have somebody then proof it, but it's going to save you a ton of time and energy. But just like writing the content, it's going to get you started and give you a outline to be able to work with, which sometimes just getting in motion is the key to getting something to the finish line. So using AI to get you in motion is massively beneficial.
1: That's a great hack. There's many times I've been procrastinating on something and then I just got ChatGPT to just get it going. And it, sometimes it wasn't even good, but just that's something I'm really good about, like more editing or like putting more extra touches on it. But I need the raw materials to get going. And so that's a great tip. And here's, here's a few examples. The final category I want to share with you guys is around content. A lot of people get stuck around content or don't know how to make content. I don't got time for content. You have no excuses now with ChatGPT. So the first is, I really do believe you need to be pushing out a free guide at least quarterly to your email list, to your network, to, to your members. You can give it to them as a gift, as a value add, but you can ask it with prompts to write you a five or 10 page document around a specific topic. So I did one recently where I said, hey, ChatGPT, write me a five-page ebook about the top 10 foods that burn fat and it just like eggs da-da-da-da, broccoli da-da-da-da, and it just started writing for me and i moved into canva made it look beautiful and that is essentially a great way to make a quick guide and of course you can you know prompt it further hey i'm keto so i want this to be keto specific or i'm vegetarian can you make it vegetarian specific and so the first thing you could do is you could be cranking out guides like nobody's business ebooks value hooks like just go there and you got lots of great content. Second, Matt hit is Facebook posts, Instagram posts. One of the things that people shop you on is your activity and your social media. So they go to your ad and then they click your page and then they see you haven't posted for a week or a month. They don't think you're a very with it business. They don't think you're modern. They don't think you're engaged. They sometimes question, are you closed, right? And so one of the things you gotta have is you gotta have content at least three times a week. So if you're like, I'm just not good about that, ask it to write you again we can ask for unlimited this is the one employee you can overwork and you don't have to be worried about paying it overtime. you could say write me 10 facebook posts about the fat loss tip and then you could boom go and schedule it and essentially you have content made for you and so you could ask it to write you posts around fat loss about weight loss about recovery anything you want to prompt it with but get a bunch of them while you're in there. I'm a big fan of batch doing things. Don't get one and then you have to come back two days later, get a ton and schedule it and be done with it for a while. Another one is if you want to hold webinars, I think not enough gym owners are like savvy to doing this, but like we're all used to getting on Zoom now. We attend Zoom trainings for our business. You guys have probably come to a lot of workshops that I offer, my gym owners group. Why are you not doing this for your community? Why are you not holding a webinar we're say i'm a trainer i'm going to show you my top three trainer secrets that i help my clients to burn fat and it's this thursday at 8 p.m register here but you could ask chat gpt give me 10 ideas for a fat loss webinar give me 10 ideas on a workshop that people who are interested in weight loss would attend and it'll just spit them out because i know the big thing people need is they need the ideas like hand fed to them and then they'll take action but they stop and they wait for the idea and then they never take action. So let ChatGPT fill you up with all the ideas you need. And then now all you gotta do is fill it up with action, right? So I really believe, again, we do a monthly webinar. We call it Health Made Simple. And we did about mindful eating. We did one around why diet culture is making you gain weight. And we just try to really pick very interesting topics. We try not to be too boring with it. And we get leads from it that then become sales. So we'll get a lot of clients because they're definitely very engaged with what we're providing. But we'll get three or four people who are not a member. And then we'll do a pitch at the end. And guess what? It's no different than what the fitness conferences you go to or other live events. We're closing from stage and then boom, we're moving them into our program. So you should have a monthly webinar and let ChatGPT help you. And then the final thing is you could use it as a business coach. You could go to it and say, hey, ChatGPT, I'm a gym owner. Give me 10 ideas on how to get leads. And you'll be surprised. Sometimes it gives you some cool ideas. A lot of times it is stuff you've probably heard, but maybe it's good reminders that you're like, oh, shoot, it it told me to do this. and I haven't done that in a while. But you could go to it and ask it to solve your business problems, too. Let ChatGPT be your business coach. Again, I don't know if it's going to be leading the way with new ideas, but it'll probably remind you of things that are like good basics that you might not be doing, right? So essentially, those are some other fun ideas you can use, ChatGPT. Matt, I'm gonna dive into some special tools that I wanna leave everybody with, but before I do, is there any other cool ways you're using it in your business?
0: No, I think we hit it on the head, so to speak, but use it. I know there's a lot of people in this space that are like, don't use it, 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 but oftentimes the people are like, say, don't use it have these mega companies with tons of employees and tons of people that they can delegate everything away to and their solution is a human being, right? We are limited on human human capital, right? As small business owners. So a lot of people just excuse away why they can't get things done because they don't need the time, the capacity, the ability to do it. Now you do. But I am not going to say advocate you just give it to ai and disappear and you don't have to do anything right it is meant to save you time it is meant to allow you to increase your capacity it's gonna let you create even better work that's what it's designed for and leverage it and i wouldn't feel bad about it uh there are some people that are out there trying to make people feel bad about ai but i think at the end of the day your job in life is to win The better you do, the more people you're going to help. So if it's going to help you win, it's going to help you overcome your weaknesses, then use it. Use it as a resource. It is a resource, not a be all end all. That's all I'm going to say on that. All right. As we wrap
1: up, guys, I'm going to leave you with four cool tools that are all AI based. And if you don't know this, like OpenAI is like the main source that all these companies are building off of. And so that's how this whole thing works. But I have four cool tools that gym owners can use. If you're on YouTube, you're going to get a visual. If you're listening on the podcast, you're just going to listen. But the first one is copy.ai. And this is a marketing version of ChatGPT, which is why I love it. And so basically it can do everything from writing blogs to writing high converting posts to writing engaging emails. And because they built it with a marketing person's brain marketer in mind, that's what you get when you prompt it. So it's almost like someone took ChatGPT and they put a little bit more of a marketing and copywriting brain on it. And it's it, if you go to the pricing, they have a free option, they just limit how many words. You could only do 2000 words, but again, this is a cool way to use AI in your business when it's a little bit more copywriting driven. The second one is an alternative to what you brought up Matt and that's Hemingway and that's Quillbot. Quillbot is a great Paraphrasing and grammar checking Chrome extension. So basically, you just drop it in and it pops up on the side of your screen and it'll show you where there's misspellings. And then you can hit paraphrase and it'll take what you said that's a little wordy and they'll try to compress it for you into less words. And so it'll check your grammar, it'll paraphrase for you, it'll detect tones. And so it's super cool. And the best part is it's free. So why not get it and put it on there? They do have a premium one where you get some more extra goodies, but for these four core things, oh, it's the tones is in the premium for these three core things to be free. Boom. And it's just a tool that pops up on the side when you're working. So that is a uh, Quillbot. The third one I'll share with you guys, I'm excited about this one. You might be seeing this in your inbox from me, and that is called behuman.ai. And it's sending personalized videos at scale. And so basically what you do is you upload, you could use a templated person or you can upload a video of you and then you just say, Hey, name. And it recognizes you've said name. And then when you drop in a list of names, it'll hear your voice and it'll have you say the person's voice instead. So it'll say, Hey, Matt, Hey, Sarah, Hey, Joe on the video. And then you can send it to everybody and they all get a personalized video. So you basically record your template, you connect your data, which is your list of customers. It clones them for, so everybody gets an individualized video and then you send it out. And I, at first I thought like the is gonna look really crappy, but then when I watched their demo videos, it actually looks really good. So this is a cool way for you to say, hey, I noticed you didn't check out your card or hey, I haven't heard from you. How's everything going? This is something I really wanted my team to do, but they're not as comfortable on camera for me. So I can literally do it for them now. I can film the template video. We can drop all of our leads in. And Dustin's now following up with all the leads on a personalized video. That's a cool one I'm excited for called BeHuman.ai. And then the final one, this is if you are going to do some sort of presentation of sorts, whether it's to your team, your clients, but it's called Tome.app. And so this creates slide decks instantly from a prompt. So when you go to their website, it says the new era of storytelling. And so when I click on it, I just have to prompt it with what the slide deck is about. And it'll make me a slide deck instantaneously with videos and with words. And then I can edit it from there. So if I were to say, I want to do a create a presentation about fat loss tips for my clients at I'll even put in the name of my gym just to make it a little bit more customized when I prompted boom a whole slide deck shedding pounds oh it's going to start building it out for me so I got to go back to number one but it gave a title and then it gave me my slide decks with photos that are AI art so you're not going to get in trouble but here shedding pounds expert fat loss tips for lead the way fitness clients then it gave me an agenda And then it gave me the slide deck with image, the importance of tracking your food intake, the benefits of resistance training, the role of sleep and fat loss, the benefits of HIIT, the importance of mindful eating. If you sign up for premium, you could do unlimited amount of slides. I think when you're on the free, you get up to 10 slides. But how cool is this? Now I could just go in and edit it. And if I want to change my image or I don't like how they said things, but it's like a chat GPT of visual and words merge together. And that is called Tome. Some pretty cool tools out there. And there's only more being released every day, all using AI and to make your life faster, better, and more efficient. So that's all we got for you guys today. Hopefully you got a lot of value. If you liked it, screenshot it, tag me and Matt said, Hey, I love this week's episode. Let us know what tool or what way you're going to implement AI into your business. I hope that you're not gonna do none. I hope you're gonna at least take one thing we've bombarded you with at least 50 ways to use AI in your business, but tag us and let us know which one you're using, and we will see you guys next week. Hey guys, Dustin Bogle here, and I wanted to invite you to my free group for gym owners. It's called Fitness Sales Made Simple, because I wanna show you how to convert more of your leads into sales, how to get more people to say yes to taking that leap of faith to join your program, and to get healthy, fit, and more confident, all right? And so I'm gonna share my best sales strategies, but you gotta join the group to see what it's all about. And in fact, the minute you join, I'm gonna give you a free gift, and that is a PDF called Five Ways to Get More Sales in Your Gym. So join the group, I'll tag you on the PDF, and enjoy the free content. See you in the group.